minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday to Bishvat morning here at JM in the AM. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Wähler rum, bum, bum, bum. Du bist schwarz, schwarz, schwarz. Du bist schwarz, schwarz, schwarz. Du bist schwarz, schwarz, schwarz. Counseled to face 
encouraging their fellow leaves to keep their hold. They said, please realize our dearest brothers the danger of leaving hold like the others. Don't let go of the tree. the one who will get hurt the most is you yes it's you though at times it might seem like our trees in decline it's alive and aware our tree will be fine so despite the tough winds that gust with great might must use all your strength, hang on to it tight, so tight. It's high in me, it's high in me, reach up and grab hold of eternity, the tree of light, the tree. If you can hear these words to friends climb high and hold strong to this wonderful dream of melodious song and ensure that your branch and its future fruit will proudly cling tight. To this source of all truth, of all truth. Oh, it's high in me, it's high in me. Reach out and grab hold, taste and you'll see. The tree of life, the tree of love, the tree. upon the earth and for my roots within the soil of the land my father gave to me and his father gave to him 
made by the Father of us But the woodsman With an axe poised in his hand Said it's my sacred duty To clear away this land And on this place that I call home I will plant a field of stone I am but a little tree That only seeks to live in peace Spread my seeds upon the earth And firm my roots within the soil Of the land my father gave to me And his father gave to him Made by the father of us all The sly fox, aloof, cool, and remote, said, I cannot be distracted by the blood stains on my coat. I can feel the woodsman's pain. Perhaps the tree should not remain. I am but a little tree that only seeks to live. Spread my seeds upon the earth And find my roots within the soil Of the land my father gave to me And the eagle, high above, so far away, said it's in my best interest to see the small tree stay. No, it need not thrive like I, but why not let it stay alive? Oh, 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 oh. 
for that, no? Can't go to Purim without finishing Tu Bishvat, that's for sure. Wednesday morning, Tu Bishvat morning here at JM in the AM. You heard the uh, Tu Bishvat Yom who led that happy birthday selection. Yeah, the trees are celebrating their birthday. 
I don't know if that's true. I don't know if they were born on Tu Bishvat, but you get the idea. <laughs> we observe it as the birthday celebration of the trees. Debbie Friedman's Tu Bishvat, Little Tree from Journeys, Avram Willig and Company with The Tree, Schlockrock with Tu Bishvat. We'll probably play that a few times this morning. Regesh Modani, of course, opening things up, and we say good morning. It's a Tubishvat morning on a Wednesday here at JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten is going to be joining me. My name is Nachum Siegel. May not sound 100% like Nachum Siegel, but very close. I don't know how on earth anybody could be under the weather with some type of cold or sore throat situation on Tubishvat. After all, isn't this the beginning of spring? Isn't this where the big weather change takes place? Where all the glorious weather sets in? <laughs> if only that were true, I'll tell you. When Mayor Weingarten is here, and he better not Google this now. I'm going to quiz him. I'm going to ask him what the Fahrenheit temperature is right now in Jerusalem. We're at 25 degrees here in the New Jersey area. We'll see what his guess is for Jerusalem. It's a lot different than what we have here in New Jersey. In Israel, although it's not 100% like this, because there still could be plenty of rain and even snow and even colder weather over the next few weeks, still everybody today is uh, is acting as if the big transition is taking place and that Tu B'Shvat is bringing in the glorious spring weather. 25 degrees, morning clouds, afternoon sun, a high temperature of 43. That's not so bad. Tonight, snow showers late. A low of 33, morning snow for tomorrow, then some showers and windy weather, a high temperature of 31. I must have jinxed myself. Just the other day I was telling somebody how I haven't had a cold or anything that sounds like this in such a long time. And, you know, worst thing I could have said, obviously. Anyway, um, 58, oh, almost gave it away. Uh, some city around the world at 58 degrees. <laughs> We're at 25 here in Jersey City as we say good morning. At JM in the AM, our Tubishvat special goes until 9 AM, and we will um, feature at least one special guest. <sighs> Great programming on our stream all day long at jmintheam.org, and we'll open up the phone lines later on. We love your participation in our Tubishvat program, our Tubishvat special each and every year, and if you have something uh, clever or ingenious, or cute, or wonderful to tell us regarding Tu B'Shvat, or trees, or the magnitude of this Jewish Arbor Day. Uh, we'll open up the phone lines later on and invite you to do so. I do remind you, we have an amazing NSN app. You can listen to this show anywhere around the world on the NSN app, and you get an opportunity to comment on the app. How do you like that? You can actually comment on the app. Uh, go to the home screen of the NSN app. You'll see what we mean. It says there, add a comment. And uh, you'll be able to uh, tell us whatever you wish. And uh, even if you can't get through via telephone, we'll have an opportunity to uh, go ahead and read your comment on the air. Of course, our email addresses are open. Uh, Twitter at NachumSiegelNet. Facebook, <coughs> excuse me, NachumSiegelNetwork. So we invite you to call in or actually to communicate with us via any of the social media platforms here at the JM in the AM. By the way, on Instagram, which we only started recently, uh, relatively speaking, on Instagram, we are, and let me just get you the uh, the exact number, 
Uh, we are exactly uh, five followers on Instagram short of 300. We'd love to get to 300. So we need five more followers. If you don't follow me yet on Instagram, do so. It's one word, Nachum Siegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L. Follow me on Instagram, and uh, hopefully we'll get us to 300 by the end of the day. That's what we're looking for. More coming up. It's 2 Bishvat Morning at JM in the AM.
Tova. That's Psachia. Before that, Sandy Shmueli's Eitz Chaim He. Ani no ladati lakat chamsa. Safam had Eitz Chaim He. Eish had Elon Elon. And Mayor Weingarten has arrived. And boy, he reminded me about something to do with Israel, but not uh, the spring weather. You walked in this morning in Boker Tov and Chag Sameach. Boker Tov and Chag Sameach. You walked in this morning and said you're wearing your agricultural boots. Obviously yes. a joke because you're wearing your winter snow boots because of the conditions outside. Yeah, but they look like the boots that you'd go into the field. Yeah, it reminded me of the people in Israel who thought that a that a dirt shovel was a snow oh, shovel. Oh, yes, last year. <laughs> oh, boy. It's a big snow. Oh, boy. Was it Tubishvat? No. That no, was, was in a, December of 13. It was before Tubishvat. Yeah. There may still have been snow on the ground, Tubishvat, frankly. Because Tubishvat last year was very early. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was in January sometime. Yes, yes, they thought a shovel, you mean a... Yeah, snow, they thought a dirt shovel was a snow shovel. Okay, yeah. so they could plant trees in the snow. They, a lot of them, uh, a, a lot of them left the ice there to be exactly that, like you know, a um, insulation for the uh, for the grass. Uh-huh. They didn't, th- you know, it's funny. They expected everybody to be able to walk out of the hotel. Yeah. They didn't expect that you actually have to get rid of the ice in front of the hotel. <laughs> you know, like you know, why can't you just walk on the ice? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, so, so, it, it's what can I say? Then it snowed and it was icy here at some point after that. Right. And someone said to me, you know, how are you going to walk? You had so much trouble walking. Yeah, I had trouble walking in Israel because I didn't clear the snow. <laughs> no, I was like, the snow. There was no path. Anyway, Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach, A lot yeah. of people, a lot of people upset at you. A lot of people upset at you. I'm sure. Wow, are there I'm people sure. upset at you? I'm sure. First of all, wearing these kind of boots is just... Well, forget that. Oh, not the boots? Forget that outrage. <laughs> Uh, people are angry because apparently the rumor is, the impression is, it may be a wrong impression, right. the impression is that Tu B'Shvat signifies and signals the beginning of the spring season. That today we should be enjoying, I don't know, 60, 65, 70 degree weather. Right. You being the Tu B'Shvat man, you being the person that's uh, most identified uh, and synonymous practically here at JMN with Me Tu B'Shvat. Me and Choni Hamagel. You the, you're the two. You're the two guys. In the Jewish world. In the Why Jew- only JMN? In Jewish tradition. Yeah. In Jewish tradition, Choni Hamagel and this Mayor Weingart. Yeah. They're the two the two people most closely associated with Tu B'Shvat. My name is Weingart and it has a... Was he also at the Schlockrock, by the way? We don't know. Choni, uh, yeah. He was at the Schlockrock. There's a song about him in Schlockrock. Is there? I think so, yeah. Okay. I'm almost sure. Anyway. Should get Lenny on. Celebrate Tu B'Shvat with him. Sure. Anyway. So... I assume that at some point this morning I'd be announcing that we're at 60, 65 degrees. We're at 25, which, by the way, is warm for this week. It's supposed to go back down into the low 20s and teens you know, throughout this week. Right. This is going to be the warmest day of the week. I feel warm already. Do you? All, all warm and comfortable wow. in here. Right. I understand that. And do you want to guess? I put this challenge forth earlier. Okay. I said, don't Google it, Mayor Weingarten. I, I was want in you the to, tunnel, actually. Okay. I want you that. to guess on the air. What do you think the Fahrenheit temperature right now in Jerusalem is on this Tu B'Shvat afternoon? 71. 58. Really? Now, I will tell you something. Pretty low. Now, I will tell you something. I will take 58 right now. Uh, If you told me that we're going up to 58 today and we're going to stay there for a while, I'd be very happy. Then yesterday when I did this whole weather routine, because after all, what's funnier than a weather routine, um, I said that this is only really applicable, this whole concept of Tu B'Shvat being a change in season, in Israel. 
Correct. You can't use two bishvat rules for, for the diaspora. Duh, yeah. That's ridiculous. And by the way, even in Israel, it is not the beginning of spring. It's, it's not. not. No, no, no. Well, then someone misinformed me. I'm sorry. I think... Could we call somebody in Israel and find out if it, re- if it is spring today? Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll call them and we'll say, hey, guys, Mayor Weingarten is spreading this rumor. It's not the beginning of spring. It's so spring-like here today. the meteorologist. Spring doesn't happen until Nisan, Chodesh Aviv. Even Adar is not spring officially? No. It's not spring. Really? I mean, surely, it's, it's Rosh, Rosh Hashanah La'ilan in the sense of certain agricultural process that either finished by, finished by now. All, most of the, the way we speak about it in the mission, most of the rains for the year are over. Right. So it means this winter is starting to fade. Fade. Starting to drift into the sunset. And the first, 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 first trees start to bloom, and they are, of course... <laughs> the almond trees. That's right. Yeah. The shkedia. Shkedia parachat. That's right, which is why someone who is a getting things done quickly and smartly and fast and first is a shakdan. Is that where the name shaked comes from, when someone has a last name shaked, or nothing to do yeah, with that? Look, probably. Last night, someone explained to me... Why the Seder yeah. to Bishvat begins with olives. Do you know why it begins with olives? No. Apparently, and I don't know if this is, I mean, I'm assuming it's true because of the person who told me, but I'd never heard this before. Apparently, olives, no matter how much you try to destroy them, mm-hmm. they always maintain Keep, uh, their, really? their oliveness. <laughs> the, 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 they maintain what? The structure, well, you mean? Yeah, I think so. You know, now I don't remember. Interesting. Can you Google that for me and let me know? I'm going to figure it out <laughs> soon, yeah. Let me know. Are, because it's a Shemitah year this year and there's not planting, there's uh, a lot of Seder Tu B'Shvats going on. Going around. Sohar sent out, you know, a whole Seder Tu B'Shvat and Yidiyot right. uh, Achronot sent out. <laughs> they have a Seder Tu B'Shvat? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, it was nice seeing you. Okay. Happy Drive home safely. Hour number one is almost complete. We'll do our news from Israel. Mayor Weingarten will stick around and tell us if there's anything important going on. Am I taking over at any point? <laughs> Today? Yes. Okay. We have a special guest coming up later on. You'll be taking over. No, Drew. no, I'm not taking over. You're not? No. Then I have to prepare. Okay, we'll prepare. Can you send me some notes? Sure, I have. Really? Yeah, of course. You're amazing. I try to be. And I want to thank Mayor Weingarten. When, 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 when we needed him at the last minute on Monday, he got a call at about a quarter to six Monday morning. Hey, could you be at JM and the AM in 14 minutes? And somehow, he was at JM and the AM close to 14 minutes later. So thank you for that. I'm I'm happy to be here. Your dedication is amazing. I was not able to move Monday morning. I know. In case you're wondering. For you to say my dedication is amazing is quite amazing because it's your, you do well, this every morning. I understand that. Every but, morning. But I am telling you that I could not move Monday morning. Yeah. You know when someone wakes up? I couldn't up, move the rest of the week. <laughs> you know when someone says I... Woke yeah. up and just couldn't move. It was scary, I know. Yeah, I mean, it I, was. I got scary. out of bed, had to get back in. Got out of bed again, right. had to get back in. Got out of bed a third time, had to get back in. When Matis told me, yeah. like, you couldn't get out of bed, you don't know what a fright. I, seriously, until later in the day Whoa. when I spoke to you, I was, I was like, freaking out. I should have realized. I should have texted you. I should have done the 2015 version of calming you down. I should have texted yeah. you. No, you did better. You called. That's true, but it was late. I called you afternoon. I called you after I had finally slept it off. Right, but I spoke to somebody who spoke to you. Oh, Baruch Hashem. Anyway. You see that? See how everything works out? Do you see how everything works? Everything lines up and just works out? Amazing. <laughs> to, and, and Mayor, you know the significance of when Tu B'Shvat's on a Wednesday. You know. it's, it's Tu B'Shvat's always amazing. It's on yeah. a Wednesday, as you know. Yeah. It's always incredible. Why? You know, the whole Wednesday thing. 
Okay. You know, middle of the week, Tu Okay. Yeah, you know that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So today is going to be extra special. Oh, my God. Not only is it Tu B'Shvat. You're right. It's I didn't, Tu B'Shvat Wednesday. I didn't even realize it's a Tu B'Shvat Wednesday. <laughs> By the way, if you're a teacher out there. I have jet lag since Monday. And you walk into class and tell people it's an extra special thing because it's Wednesday. Just kidding, folks. It's not really extra special. I just enjoy it when it's in the middle of the week. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmdm.org. Saw this uh, horrific news item about the Metro North train, the accident that happened overnight here in this area. Our thoughts with the families of all those who were killed in that attack. It's the wor- in that in that uh, accident, rather. The worst accident in the history of Metro North, and obviously that's dominating the news here in the New Jersey, New York area. Um... So that's what's being spoken about here. We'll uh, listen into our news from Israel, and we will see what the top news stories are there. And Mayor Weingarten will give us a report. Maybe he'll even explain to us the latest um, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu Prime Minister commercial. You see the latest commercial from the, ba- the babysitter? One? Yeah. Oh, it's very cute. I don't know if I agree. Galitzal okay. Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday to Bishvat. Is next Boker Tov and Chag Sameach from JMNF. Galeitzal Hashash Taim Kanehut Graf Im Mashekoreach Shav. Duach Shel Bank Israel Kovea Shetaktiv Al Paim Veshesre Yidrosh Kitzutim Vehalaot Misim Vehekef Shel Chamisha Asar Milliard Shkalim. Al Duach Divchal Arishona Ketavtenu Yuna Leibzon. Bank Israel Kotvim Shebichdel Amot Beyadei Giraona Pochtim Beemshech Asot Itzterech Hamemshala Levatzat Amot Betzad Achnasotu Betzad Aotzot Besach Kolel Shel Keachuz Vechetzi Totzar Klomar Kitzut. שהם למעלה מ-15 מיליארד שקלים. הגירעון השנה ב-2015 יעמוד על כ-2.5%. שמונה ההרוגות בתאונת הדרכים הקטלנית אתמול סמוך ללהבים יקברו היום אחר הצהריים בחורה. במשטרה מזהירים משיבושי תנועה בכבי 31. כתבנו רמי שני שמע את עלי אלסידי שאימו נהרגה בתאונה. הייתה דמות מיוחדת. כל אדם אומרים סופו למות, אבל בצורה כזו זה, זה נקרא רצח, מגלה רשלנות של אנשים. שפשוט מאוד שמקבלים גיבוי מהחוק, וזה אסור שיהיה במדינה. בתוך כך, בית משפט השלום בבאר שבע העריך ביומיים את מעצרו של נהג המסעית סלם אבו גאנם, תושב רמלה, החשוד בגרימת מותן ברשלנות של שמונה הנשים. שר החוץ אביגדור ליברמן משבח את מלך ירדן אבדאללה שהורה להוציא להורג הבוקר שני מחבלים כנקמה על רצח טייס הקרב הירדני בידי דאעש. אזרחי ישראל שכבר 66 שנים מתמודדים עם טרור אכזרי מכל הסוגים מזדהים עם הכאב בירדן ותומכים בתגובה הקשה מול האירוע הזה. דברי ליברמן שמהם הביאה כתבתנו אילאיל שחר. יושב ראש המחנה הציוני יצחק הרצוג תוקף בחריפות את נתניהו על רקע משבר הדיור. הנה כתמיד דבריו בתיכון אביב שברעננה. נתניהו לא באמת סופר אתכם, לא סופר את הדור שלכם, ואם הוא ימשיך בעוד כהונה, גם דירות לא תהיינה לכם, אתם תמצאו את עצמכם מתגוררים ברחובות. זאת המציאות האמיתית. 
אנחנו נדאג לדיור הוגן לכל אחד ואחד מכם. אני מחויב לזה באופן אישי. מהליכוד נמסר בתגובה לכתבנו עידו בן בג'י. בוז'י מפזר סיסמאות ריקות ומציג אפס עשייה. בג"ץ דחה את העתירות שביקשו לבטל את הסדר הטיעון שנחתם עם הרב יאשיהו פינטו ולפתוח בחקירה נגד תת-ניצב אפרים ברכה. כתבנו רום ליאור. בהחלטה לדחות את העתירות הסבירו השופטים כי נוכח שיקול הדעת הרחב המסור לפרקליט המדינה והיועץ המשפטי לממשלה, אין מקום להתערב בהחלטתם במקרה זה. למרות ההחלטה מתחו השופטים ביקורת רבה על הסדר הטיעון וכתבו כי פינטו זכה להטבות משמעותיות שספק אם היה מקום להעניק לו את חלקן וכי התופעה של קציני משטרה בכירים המסתובבים בחצרותיהם של רבנים מסוימים אינה ראויה. ההסתדרות הרפואית וועדי הרופאים הכריזו על סכסוך עבודה נוסף בהדסה. כתבתנו יערה שפירא. הנהלת הדסה גוררת רגליים בנושא ביטוח האחריות המקצועית לרופאים והחתימה על הסכם קיבוצי. כך מסבירים בהסתדרות הרפואית ומאיימים כי ישביתו את פעילות בית החולים אם לא יענו דרישותיהם. מהנהלת הדסה נמסר כי הם רואים בהסתרת ביטוח האחריות המקצועית מטרה עליונה, ואין זו השעה לצדדים ארגוניים שיפגעו במטופלים. התחזית, מחר הטמפרטורות יעלו והלחות תרד. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. J.M. and the A.M. Galei Tzal and this Tu B'Shvat. Are they doing a Tu B'Shvat special on Galei Tzal? Maybe at midnight or something. I don't know. Tell me about the headlines from Israel, please. Oh, nothing special. You know, Netanyahu said this, Herzog said that. Um, the election is still March 17th? Yeah. And um, the latest commercial for Likud you thought was a good commercial? Where, I, where I thought the, it was cute. Where the Prime Minister yes. of Israel yes. is acting as a babysitter for a, a couple somewhere in Israel. Right. I thought it's it was a, cute. Would, would a candidate for President of the United States ever do a commercial like that? I don't know. The President of the United States sat down f- for an interview with some woman on the Internet who, who's in the bathtub with milk and cereal. Mm. And he's the President of the United States. But I don't know. I don't. I don't remember <laughs> candidates getting involved in. But uh, forget candidates. I understand. You know what I mean? I mean, the, the candidates and, and presidents and prime ministers today do. Not that I think it's right or wrong. It's just this is the way it is. They right. do everything. It was very cute. It was very smart. It was obviously there was a little. I, I can't remember, but there was a punchline at the end that yeah. was like a little self, self-deprecating. I think I, I, he's I watching remember. TV with the popcorn. Right. And I don't know what he says. I forgot what he says. So, uh, and this comes after the first one, which was him right. in a little, in a kindergarten right. and trying to control the and kids. The kids and, and the kids were really the other ministers right. of other parties. Right. All right. As long as it enhances everyone's two bishvat. J.M. in the A.M. at seven. <laughs> <coughs> seven minutes after seven o'clock, twenty-five degrees. That's Mayor Weingarten's fault. It's supposed to be warmer. It's two bishvat after all. But he's right. in charge of two bishvat, and he decided that in diaspora. It's going to be colder and snowier and more ice than it would be in the Holy Land. Well, just like when we say, V'tein Talu Matar, Omashiva Ruach Murid HaGeshem, it's about what's going on in Israel. It's not about anywhere else. Nothing to do with Chutz Laaretz. No, of course not. You've mentioned to us many times that in general, Tu B'Shvat was a, you know, as you said, a Mishnaic guideline, as we always right. call Demarcation it. There, and right. somehow it became this... Uh, I mean, that, now it, it, it's funny to a degree. 
the type of uh, of um, momentum that has been right. created over the years to make this a holiday, one of observance, one where we do things, we do things, and there's r- ritual. I mean, we know that in our tradition, adding ritual is always an issue. Right. right? Adding ritual is always you is normally or very often scoffed upon and discouraged. Right. And yet, Tu B'Shvat is like, I mean, from the Hasidim who have special titian on Tu B'Shvat right. to the people who have Seder Tu B'Shvat and us who are doing a musical special and talking about things having to do with Israel. It's funny that when it came to this day, all the added stuff did not, at least that, as far as I know, did not meet any criticism or pushback. Right, because we do that. We evolve. We take something and we imbue it with, you know, a certain content, a theme, an idea of holiness. And, and, and over the time that grows and grows and grows and becomes a beautiful thing. And we do, by the way. Yeah. Yes. We have a holiday of Purim. We have a holiday of Hanukkah. Right. These were new holidays based on events that happened. And in our generation, too. We have Yom We have Yom Yerushalayim, which we celebrate also. But Tu Bishvat was a day that they hooked on to. Could even throw Lag Bomer in there. Yes. Became a yes. day of... Yes, uh, that's right. Because that's right. of circumstances. And and within certain communities, they imbue it with the certain traditions right. and so forth. Totally new. I mean, new. When you say new, it means right. a few hundred years right. old. <laughs> but, uh, so we start off with Tubishvat and the Mishnah, that's just like... It, it, it's almost like a throw-in line. I don't mean that way. Right. You know what I'm saying, right? Almost yeah. an aside. Yeah, this is the day. Uh, <laughs> if, if the fruit uh, started after this day, before this day, Trumos, Masros, things that we don't even... Uh, we're not even cognizant of that much in Chutzlar, it's for sure. And because of its Kesher to Eretz Israel, to trees, to ground, to land, to the land of Israel, and we get further and further and further away from the land of Israel as the years go by, hundreds of years go by, we're in Europe, we're in Eastern Europe, we're all over the place, and, and suddenly we get something, you know, a little, a little kanach, a little tip in the heart, you know, a, a little heart pang that says, oh my God, where's our Israel, you know? Where, where's our Eretz Israel? Wow. So let's think about it and do something. You know, I, I've said this many times originally. They said Tachanon on Tu Bishvat. Sure. It was a Which we day. would not do today. Right. It was a regular day. I believe that the Rambam doesn't list it as one of the days that you don't say Tachanon on. Or, um, so, so you see that we do that. We take a theme like this of Eretz Yisrael and we, we expand it and grow it and, and make it into something really special. JM and the AM, it's Tu Bishvat morning 5775. Chag Sameach, everybody. We'll include your phone calls, whatever you'd like to tell us about. Tu Bishvat and this wonderful holiday all coming up at JM in the AM.
Soul Farm from the Kosher Halftime Show with Shalom Lach Eretz Nehederet. J.M. Nehem at a quarter after 7 o'clock. If you want to join us with comments regarding Tu Bishvat, 201-209-9368, 201-209-9368. We also have the email addresses open. The app is open for comments. You can comment on the home screen of the NSN app. Um, all available right now to you to participate with us and make this a... A wonderful Tu B'Shvat celebration here at JM in the AM. By the way, one of the things I learned from that uh, Bibi Netanyahu commercial that I referenced earlier is that the Hebrew word for babysitter is... is babysitter. Babysitter. Explain that. What's the real word? Shmartaf. Why don't they use it? I mean, in the vernacular, it's literally babysitter? Yeah. 
That's so funny. Yeah, there's certain words catch on and certain words don't. And do you think that they even understand that Israeli who doesn't know English understands what the word babysitter means? I doubt it. But that's the word. It's simple. like I've told. I think I've told you this before about yeah. the uh, in the car, the, the mechanic. I know that's the greatest. The back axle kid me. <laughs> right. The front back axle. Right, because they call the axle back axe. Right. Not realizing what it means. It's just that's the name of it. Right. It's the back axe. So there's a front back axe and there's a back back axe. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. You're on the air. Happy to Bishvat. Hi. Happy to Bishvat. Thank you. Same to you. I just wanted to see if I got the number right. You you got it right, all right. It. Excellent dialing. You did very well, and uh, next time you need to reach us, now you know exactly how to do that. By the way, uh, Vigdor Lieberman has praised the uh, King of Jordan. You know why? Yes, because of his tough stance against uh, Islamic State. I mean, you know, you saw what happened. This this yeah, crazy. I mean, the way they murdered this Jordanian pilot was mm-hmm. right unfathomable. As much as we're used to beheadings. And we thought that was unfathomable. We're used to beheading? We're used to it already. Okay. You don't think so? I, I, the way the world reacts I to a beheading? Yeah. The way the world reacts to a beheading now, unfortunately, seems like everyone's just used uh-huh. to it. Like, it's it's yeah. it's like, oh, another beheading. Sad state of affairs. It's terrible. Yes. But now they have a new method of yeah. getting rid of somebody that they, uh, right. Know, right. they want to make an example right. of. So they went ahead. By the way, and, not unheard of in our recent history. That's correct. That's correct. And we, and know we have to say for what it is, Islamic State... Is a Nazi organization. Correct. I mean, they've proven themselves such. Correct. Uh, to the greatest extreme. Yes. Um, hi, you're on the air. Happy to Bishvat. Yeah, hi. Um, it's Devara Leitner. Hi, Devara Leitner. How are you? Mayor, you were able to find... No, no. Me? Not this year. We'll try it for next year. Another thing you uh, have to find? Okay, but you looked? I, I did not find it yet. Oh. Hmm. Is this a song or a, a passage? This is the woman whose daughter came yeah. on the air about... I think uh, uh, 15 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Or, 20, uh, or 17 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And sang Hashkedia Porachat as a little girl. And now they want the recording? And I'm going to try and find the recording, wow. and we'll play it next year on Tuba Show. We, so were in t- we were in touch yesterday. That's a long time ago. 201-209-9368. Anyway, so they go ahead and they murder this man in, in a horrific fashion, burning him alive. Right. Jordan reacts... In, it's a Jordanian pilot. Right. And I am not, again, I am not, um, how do I put it? Advocating? Right, I'm not advocating. Yeah, I know, we got us. now. whatever. Okay. There's a lot going on here today. Okay. Hey, give, give me a second, everybody. Hang on. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how well, should I do this? You want a song? Yeah, give me a song. It's a good idea, actually. What do you got there? Cut one. You can start one. You want to finish the story? Tell everybody what Jordan did? Yeah, so Jordan said, we have prisoners of yours, and we'll kill them. Right. And and this is the only way to deal with terrorism. Correct. So, see what happens there. More coming up. Happy Tu B'Shvat. It's JM in the AM. Asher lo halach Batzat Reshaim Uvederech Chataim Lo amar Uvemoshav Letzim Lo yashar Ki im betorat Adonai Chifzom 
Eliyahu with a song entitled Tehillim Perak Aleph. Literally. Yeah. First chapter of Psalms. Brand new song. Debuting it here. I don't know how you get your hands on the latest music always. Well, I have a secret. Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. You're playing songs that haven't been, be- even, haven't been recorded yet. That's how, that's how on top of things <laughs> you are. so fast. It's unbelievable. Thank you. The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. If you want to feel like it's two Bishvat every week, Mondays at 9 Ooh, o'clock. Oh, nice. Yeah, hey, there are people who like Tubishvat. Here, it's Tubishvat uh, everywhere. Unlike you anti-Buxer people. Yes. We're not getting into that now. 201-209-9368. Hi, you're on the air. Happy Tubishvat. Hi, happy Tubishvat. This is Rabbi Winkler calling from Yerushalayim. Wow. Oh, nice. Rabbi Winkler from 58 degrees and sunshine on this Tubishvat. Is it that cold here? Ah, it seems like 65, 70. But yeah. it seems that way to me every day, so that doesn't count. It is my privilege to be here for my first two Bishvat as a Bezrach, as a full citizen of the State of Israel. 
and it, it has real significance and it's very special for me. After you know, I there's a wonderful, wonderful. If I may share this, and I vote to Rabbi Natan that says a simple thing. According to Rabban Yochanan ben Zakkai, "Im haitan netiyah betochi adcha v'yomulcha harei lecha Mashiach bo unetan hantiyah v'achakach tsev hakbilo." If you're holding a sapling in your hand and people come and say the Mashiach came, the Mashiach came, first plant the sapling, then go and greet the Mashiach. Wow. It's a powerful thing to say. And I guess if you live here in Israel, you understand it. A tree, uh, the Kliyakar says this beautifully, a tree really uh, is different from the first creations of God because whereas the, the other creations in the beginning of the creation only give you seeds, the tree produces fruit. Now that's why it's told in Dvarim that Ha'adam Eitzah We are like a tree because it's not enough simply to have seeds. We have to produce fruit, which we leave to others. And I'm living in the state of Israel on the benefit of others who did so much so we can have this state. And I thank Kadosh Baruch Hu and I thank them every day. What a wonderful foot. And I, I, I ask everyone to come and join. There's no place like it. Oh, man. Thank you. Beautiful. Making us feel like it, uh, it's too bishrat, even if you're not in Yerushalayim as I am. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to when you are here, and we can greet you personally. Tadaraba, Rabbi Winkler. Tadaraba. Oh, what an amazing message. Oh, yes. What an amazing message. There's no place like home. And home for us is 5,800 miles away at this moment. Yep. There's a Rabbi Winkler. It's on the spot. He is home at this moment. Could be on for this, us, too. A hundred percent. Another discussion we won't get into right now. Yeah. Okay, we just have you to... You think Rabbi Winkler has the same Tubishvat custom that I have? Which is? Eating in a gozi bar. Think he has that custom? I don't know. Once you're in but Israel... that's one of those new customs that have developed, right, over, developed over the years. Yeah, Pesach's man. I remember when I started that. Yeah. And it's been very successful. Right. It's been a great campaign, let me tell you. Hi, you're on the air. Happy Tubishvat. Yeah, happy Tubishvat to you, too. Uh, I have you. a question. It's, uh, it's the uh, holiday of... Uh, uh, fruit from Israel, but in Flatbush, you can't find an Israeli fruit, obviously, because of Shemitah this year. But even last year, nobody sells fruit from Israel. Is there a way to get, um, like, Shemitah and Orla-compliant fruit from Israel? Mayor, this is, I think, a Buxer question. The gentleman wants to know where to get legal Buxer for Tu B'Shvat. What could you tell us? There is an underground market, um, <laughs> but but the prices, you know, the scalpers are. Uh, so there's nowhere. To no, get, I, look, there's got to be somewhere. First of all, the issue is a, is a real issue. Meaning, forget right. about putting aside shemitah for for this year right now. But uh, well, the other six years, uh, when you go to many many stores to find tubishvat fruit. You have dried fruit, which I think is really anachronistic because we should be having fresh fruit, which we can now have right. fresh fruit from Israel. Well, our, dried our, fruit started when there wasn't available. Right. Our relationship with Israel is not dried out right. as it used to be. It's, it's fresh and alive. And getting just the fruit is not for the fruit's sake. So getting fruit from Turkey, from California, it's, it's very sweet and very nice and all that. But that's not what it's all about. It's about connecting to Eretz Israel. Right. And the way to get people to change is to go into the store and ask for fruit from Israel. Exactly. As far as this year, it's, it is more difficult, obviously. If right. it's dried fruit, maybe it's not as difficult. But it's, uh, yes, it's a Shemitah year and uh, we, we conform. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Happy to Bishvat. Happy Tuvish, Shabbat Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem, Manishma. 
This is Sammy from Mendy's. Hey, Sammy, man, it's hey, Sammy. Baruch Hashem. I have, a, I have a question for Mayor. Let's see if he will know the answer. Uh-oh. Which city in Israel that the whole year is Tubishvat? I'm sorry, what city, city in, Israel? in Israel where the entire year it's Tubishvat? Do you have an answer to that? The entire year is Tubishvat? No, go ahead. I don't know. You hey! What? Where? What? Efrat. All the shkunot in Efrat. Oh, very good. Right. Right. Oh, right. Right. My daughter lives in Zayt. Uh, she they moved from Chicago, yes. and I'm right. so happy. And Be'ezrat Hashem, we all will be in Israel very, Amen. very Amen. soon, and we celebrate Tu Amen. Let me just explain what that means. Please. The city of Efrat, which is in Gush Etzion, just south of Yushalayim, is built on seven little hills. And each, it's a long, narrow, hills are north and south, and each hill has the name of one of the seven species of uh, Eretz Yisrael, Rimon, Geffen, Zayed, etc. I think five out of seven have uh, housing on it already. That the, could be, yeah. The last two I don't think have yet. I don't think. I could be wrong. We have a lot of listeners in that fraud, so they could correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, let's find out. It looks like we have confirmation. This has been a, um, how do I put it? This has been a confusing process. Okay. Uh, scheduling-wise. Right. Uh, that's what happens when a lot of people are involved in scheduling. It looks like, and let me alert the listeners, it looks like Rachel Frankel is on tomorrow morning's show. Wow, that's amazing. Now, Rachel Frankel, you'll recall, her son was one of the three kidnapped Naftali. and murdered boys. Naftali, exactly. She's going to be in the United States starting tomorrow. And apparently she's going to call in tomorrow. I assume to discuss her slate of events. I don't want to insult anybody because right. I don't know. I don't know who's booking, you know, right. her here and is running that. Specific. Not all, she's not here alone. She's here with right. the two mothers as well. All three of them. Are. But she is the English speaking right, spokesperson. Right, the best English speaker. Right. So she's scheduled at around this time tomorrow to join us by telephone. So if you've been waiting all this time for her to appear on this show and to get a uh, an even better understanding of this incredible woman and the team of three mothers that you right. just alluded to, then you'll have a chance tomorrow morning. She to is truly show. incredible. She has been an inspiration for me from the first time she walked out into the public uh, arena. Unbelievable. And a native of Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York. I think Brooklyn. Okay. I think Brooklyn, New York. Whatever. We'll take credit. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser has some words about Tu Bishvat. Let's go. Yeah. Go Here, for it. His words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Good morning. The prayer of Tachnun is recited daily following the Shmona Esra. It is a sorrowful prayer. It highlights our contriteness. We beg Hashem for forgiveness and we plead our needs. It makes reference to divine judgment and also to retribution. For this reason, we don't recite the tefillah on Shabbos and on Yom Tov. We don't want to introduce any sadness into our days of happiness and joy. Tachnun is also omitted on other minor holidays, for instance, Tu B'Shvat, the Rosh Hashanah of Trees. Tu B'Shvat serves as a halachic timeline for various mitzvahs. For example, the Torah and Vayikra prohibits partaking of a fruit from a tree during the first three years of its growth. Those fruits are called Arla. Also, the tithing of one's produce for the year is calculated from Tu B'Shvat. On Tu B'Shvat, the trees are all judged. It's not a holiday that's mentioned in the Torah. All acts of labor prohibited on Yom Tov are permissible on Tu B'Shvat. The only difference is, 
we don't recite Tachnun. It would seem that a day of judgment is not a day of simcha, happiness. Perhaps we should recite Tachnun, for the trees are in need of Hashem's mercy. After all, Hashem could decree a drought or floods that would be detrimental to the tree's growth and produce. The Main Hamoid explains, by drawing an analogy with the Day of Judgment, Rosh Hashanah, we stand in awe of the Yom Adin. During the days of Elul, the shofar is sounded to inspire us to do tshuva. We recite the Slichus prayers for forgiveness and mercy. We say in the Musaf prayers, regarding the countries, it is said on this day, which is destined for the sword, and which for peace, which for hunger, and which for abundance. Yet, Rosh Hashanah is a day of joy. The Nevi'im, Ezra and Nehemiah tell the people, Today is sacred to Hashem. Don't mourn, do not weep. Go eat rich foods and drink sweet beverages. The enjoyment of Hashem is your strength. We can't understand, enjoy, partake food, drink. It seems puzzling at this critical juncture. In order to understand this, consider the following. It once happened that a father and son began their journey to a nearby city. The father warns the child that they're going to have to walk through a dense forest. My child, he says, do not veer from the path. There's a big forest. Dangerous animals lurk in its darkness. Many people have wandered off course and lost their life. The son remained faithfully at his father's side. But then he was lured by some lush fruit that was hanging off nearby trees. He ran from tree to tree, pulling the luscious-looking fruit. Soon he found himself totally alone, surrounded just by the trees. Although he tried to return to the path, he didn't have a sense of direction, and he became even more disoriented. The sun was beginning to set, and the roar of growling animals seemed to become closer and closer. He cried out, Father, Father! He began to run, tripping over branches, falling and then quickly pulling himself up and running again. He was terrified. He contemplated the thought of trying to survive in the forest without food or water. Suddenly, he felt himself lifted with an iron grip. He heard his father's voice. I warned you not to veer from the path. His father's anger was frightening. And the child began to cry. His tears were not because of reprimand. They were rather tears of joy. He was overjoyed that his father had rescued him. He was content with the knowledge that he was not alone. His father was there to shield and to protect him. This is Tu Bishvat, And this is Rosh Hashanah. Hashem judges us and Hashem judges the tree. We are protected we are shielded by our Father in Heaven. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
Mayor Weingarten, what is that selection? That's Pugi, Horahechzud. It's a great song which combines uh, the the farming and the military, you know, grafting the the plants onto the tanks, and very cute. Amazing. They're incredible. Coming up at 8.30 this morning here at JM and the AM, the mother, correct? The mother of Lieutenant Tamar Ariel of Blessed Memory. Correct. The mother of Lieutenant Tamar Ariel, you may recall that uh, when she passed away, a, a even more was made of her career as an IAF, Israel Air Force pilot, a religious woman. Fighter pilot. A fighter pilot, a religious woman. The first. Correct. Who was encouraged to join the fighter pilot course and then... By the Air Force. Correct, and then went through the whole thing. And when, after an injury, uh, as you explained to me, after an accident and an injury... She was uh, encouraged to become a navigator, which also is a right. position. It's that's like in, a co-pilot. Right. That's in the actual uh, fighter jet. And um, her mother, Lieutenant Tamariel's mother, will join us at 8.30 Anat. this morning. Right. Anat is her name. Right. She'll join us this morning here at JM in the AM. And uh, we have on the app. Right. Uh, uploaded. For, NSN app. On the NSN app. Uh, uploaded um, a, what do we call it? A little slideshow? Uh, a slideshow, that's it. A slideshow with a few pictures of uh, Tamar Ariel. Uh, and that'll, you'll see It'll that, go between 8.30 and... Right, you'll and, see that on the app starting at about 8.30 when we discuss uh, her life with her mother here at JM&M on this Tubishvat morning. And again, a reminder, tomorrow around this time, Rachel Frankel... Uh, mother of uh, one of the three kidnapped and murdered boys is scheduled to be with us by telephone here at JMAM. She and the uh, the other moms are beginning a tour of the New York, New Jersey area with speaking engagements. You know what their theme is? Their theme is Jewish unity. Their yeah. theme is togetherness. Yeah. Their theme is everyone united. Be- because during those 18 days that they were looking, right. Am Yisrael was really united. It, it was just I don't want to. I don't want to discourage her. I'm going to be as positive as possible right. tomorrow. I want to encourage her. You should be. I don't want to discourage her that wanna, some think that Jewish unity is impossible. I want to tell you something. Yeah. It is very hard to discourage this woman. She is such an up. I, I remember the first time I saw her come out to see the press after uh, the kidnapping. She was smiling. She has a smile on her face at all times. And the whole, her whole message when she came out to the media was, we have to come out to thank you all. Everybody right. that's involved. Everyone who's helping our children. It, it's just, uh. Pretty amazing. 201-209-9368. If you'd like to add something to our Tubishvat discussion, 201. 
209-9368. I think I jinxed myself a few days ago. I told someone how long it's been since I've suffered from a bad cold or sore mm. throat or cough. Mm-hmm. And then look what happened. You know what they say, Mr. Mayor Wangar? What do they say? They say this in the language. And who is they? They say this in the language that they call Yiddish. Okay. They say, Mensch tracht. Und Gott lacht. Yeah. God lacht all the time. Man plans, <laughs> yeah. God laughs. Yes, that's true. I planned on keeping my streak alive of not having any throat, coughing, or cold problems. And then God said, ha ha, Mr. Siegel. By the way, there is a Hebrew version of that. There is? Oh, even a little earlier. Give than, it to me, give it yeah. to me. Rabot machshavot, believe ish. Vatsat Hashem. Hitakum. Nice. I should play that in honor of my... Uh... <laughs> Hey, I want to take this opportunity. Which you know, there are certain people who are born on Tu Bishvat. You know, who have a yes, birthday on Tu yes, Bishvat. Yes, yes, the trees. No, I'm just joking. And Ike Rosazada. Oh. Ike Rosazada was born Tu Bishvat eleven ha- years ago. Happy birthday, Ike! There you go. So, nice. Ike, happy birthday to you. Rosazadas are really great people. They here. certainly are. I, I, I want to meet them one day. Maybe you will. Okay. Yeah. Um, I best regards to your parents and your grandparents. And your great grandfather, and um, and your great grandmother, on his uh, father's side he has a great grandmother, on his mother's side he has a great grandfather. How okay. do you like that? Is that cool? Yeah. So Mazalta from all of us here at JM and the AM. And I hear that their seder to Bishvat last night was spectacular. That's what I hear. That's the reviews that have been coming in. I checked out Yelp this morning. Yeah. And the reviews of the Rosazada. Um, Tubishvat Seder, stellar, through the roof. Excellent. Mayor Weingarten, there's a language that we call Hebrew. Mm. And it does have some quirks. The word babysitter means babysitter in Hebrew. Imagine that. The word banana means banana. I knew you were going to go you know, banana. Gonna, I that's was my, waiting for banana. that's my go-to. Oh, banana. The word buxer is not Hebrew. We've got no bananas. Yeah. <laughs> the word buxer is not We've Hebrew. We've got no buxer. We have no buxer? No buxer. But let's cancel the Tubishvat special, the nerve of you to walk in without buxer. But there's two, Mrs. Kapolovich is Tubishvatka. And I went ahead and I mentioned the, the Rosazadas, and Dr. Rosazada is a dentist. In yeah. his, in his honor, we should have buxer. Yeah. Yes. It is the official fruit of the American Dental Association. There is an official, official treat of the Nahum Siegel JM and the AM Tubishvat special. You're mm-hmm. in fact tasting it right now. Mrs. Kapolovich is Tubishvatka. Every hey, year. Mrs. Kapolovich. No matter what. Mrs. Kapolovich. Ah, uh, you know how much we love your Tubishvat cake. And it includes everything that you'd, that you'd expect. And dates and on and nuts and figs. figs and everything. It's all in there. Mm-hmm. But when I heard that Mrs. Kapolovich did not include Buxer in her cake. By the way, there might be Buxer. You think there is? Mom, there might be. Hey, Mrs. Kapolovich, could you text us and let us know if there's any Buxer <laughs> in that cake? If there is, I'll have an extra piece. Okay. In what city does Mrs. Kapolovich live? Staten Island. She's in Staten Island? Yeah. How'd she get you the, uh, the treat for this year? She works uh, in Brooklyn and she leaves it on my door every year. She I literally delivered home. it personally. Yes. Every year. With all the ice on the road every and everything. Every year for decades. Does she realize that sometimes Tubishvat has challenging weather in this area? I think today. And she was. still goes ahead yep. and personally delivers it. Absolutely. Mrs. Kapolovich, you're one dedicated Tubishvat lady, dedicated. and I thank you for that. She's a general dedicated woman. So, Mayor, there's a Hebrew language, and you've yes. gone ahead and you've created something called Mayor Milim. Where you analyze different Hebrew words and mm-hmm. explain to us their source and different things about them. In a fun way. It's really something that we started here when you That's and I right. started talking about the Hebrew language. That's right. What is today's Hebrew language Today, segment that we call lovingly Meir Milim? The word is Olam. Olam? Olam. 
Ayin Vav Lamed Mem? Yes, and most people are going to say... World! Yeah, I know that. Me. I, what are you talking about, That Mayor was a Warren great time. segment. Yeah. Thank you, Mayor. Well, Does that, what, what? not so far. Wait a second. It's a bit more complicated. <laughs> In Tanakh, yeah. the original, the most basic uh, meaning of Olam has nothing, nothing to do with world. Olam in Tanakh isn't even physical. Here's some examples. Here we go. Right. Right. You ready for the next one? Yep. Here comes the next one. This is from the Kiddush of Shabbos. Right. It's in the Torah. Right. This week's Parsha. Ooh, someone's bar mitzvah Parsha. Maybe. Okay. The Dorosam. Riz Olam. Right. Oh, no. So one minute. If Olam means world. Wait, before Seth Gordon kills me, I don't think it's in this week's Parsha. Okay. Zachor, Yom HaShabbat, the cut shows in this week's Parsha. Ah. I apologize. Interesting. By the way, yeah. Zachor comes first and Shamor comes right. later, and yet, in L'Chad right. Dodi, we, we say... We say Shamor. Oh, Shamor and right. The opposite. Right. Okay. That's for the... Yes, it's another discussion. That's, that's for the L'Chad Dodi discussion. That's for the L'Chad discussion. So, um... But there are Tom Brit Olam. Brit Olam. So, if Olam means world, how is God giving us... Our land, Ad Olam. Forever. And the Shabbat is a covenant, an agreement between us and God, Brit Olam, a covenant Olam. So, clearly, Olam doesn't relate to a place. It relates to time in the Tanakh. Mm. Olam is a very long time. That's what the word means in Tanakh. Or, a really very long time, forever. Right. That's what Olam means. So a Brit Olam means a covenant for all future time. And Al-Zarachat Nena Ad Olam also means for all future time. We say, for example, in the davening of Shachar V'yamideal Yaakov L'chok, Yisrael, Brit Olam. There we have, it's throughout, it's dozens and dozens of times throughout Tanakh. Now, this for, this for a very long time could be in the future, forever, um, like the word La'ad, right? Just like we had these two examples, or it well, could mean, right? right? Or it could mean in the past, right. forever ago, i.e., i.e., in Hazinu, Hazinu Shemayim, right? It yeah. says Zechor Yemot Olam Binushnot Dor Vador. And I thought I had you stumped. Zechor Yemot Olam means remember right. the days of old. Shalavich, and there's another example from the parsha right after that. Vizot Habracha. It says like this, Umerosh Hararei Kedem, the ancient, Kedem means ancient, ancient mountains, Umimeged Givot Olam, the hills immemorial, meaning the hills of all, all generations back. So Olam is a time, either a long time in the future or forever, or a long time back forever ago. Okay? Now all this begs the question, why do we all think that Olam means world. That was all of our first reaction. Correct. Okay. Because the Mishnah and the Gemara use words differently than the Torah. We've spoken about this right. several times. Lashon Chazal. Chazal changed some of the Torah's words. For example, the great Tubishvat example is Eitz and Ilan. The Torah uses the word Eitz 
Chazal used the word Ilan, Ilan, Ilan Bamavarechacha, but when Chazal wrote the Brachot, they used, in many cases, the Lashon of the Torah. That's why Chazal wrote the Brachot, Borei Pri Ha'etz, and not Borei Pri Ha'ilan. Right. Um, there's a, a couple of other examples, Tinok and Yeled, Lakach and Kana. Olam is one of those words. In Olam, the Mishnah and the Gemara Chazal added a new meaning into it. They didn't take away the meaning that was there before. <coughs> but they added a new meaning. And the meaning is, Olam also means universe. Okay? For example, we say, Rabbeinu Shalolam. <laughs> right? Master, Master of the universe. universe. You would say, Rabbeinu the Kulei Alma. Alma. <laughs> <laughs> and that, by the way, is very instructive. Because in Aramaic, Alma means universe. Which is why Chazal, whose Hebrew is influenced by Aramaic, right. adapted Olam to be world because of the Alma, because, right? Or Yoribon Olam Ve Olmaya. Right. Okay. Now, what's a subset of universe? A subset of universe is mankind. Ready? Right. Three things that are the basis of mankind's existence. The Mishnah and Avos. Three things. It doesn't mean the earth. It doesn't mean the world. It means mankind. There are three things that mankind uh, exists on. By the way, even in the yeshivish language, you've heard of yeshivish sprach? Yes, sir. Yeah, what do they say? The oilam knows that. The This this population. The collective. uh, Right, the group of people. And you have it also in abstract. Olam haba, olam hazed. It's an abstract. There's no... Place right. Olam Hazeh Olam Haba. It's the abstract, the concept. And now we have to go back and ask, okay, then what words does the Torah use for the universe? Right. Because they don't use Olam. Tefillah Moshe Eish Ha'elokim Hashem Ona Tahit Alanu B'dor B'dor B'terem Ha'yirim Yuladu. The four mountains were. Created, Vatikholel, you God brought forth, Eretz, Earth, Vitevel, the world, Ume Olam, Ad Olam Atakel, from eternity to eternity you are God. So here in this Pasuk you see in the Torah that the Torah uses the word Eretz for world, Tevel, sometimes Shamayim Va'aretz, for the universe, all these things, but never Olam. Olam will always mean forever. Now, for the big finish. For the big finish. We have an example. I'll do I'm gonna do that one from oh. here. Okay. Hopefully this will work. I hope so. Um things are going so well so far. We have a great example of how Chazal used the word Olam with these two different meanings forever and universe okay. in the very same paragraph. And we need to figure out just from the context, what it means, okay? And it's a paragraph that we all know. Here we go. Whoops. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Sorry. You see that? It was close, but no cigar. One second, I'll be right there. Here we go. When we turn the... Con- Melech Olam. Melech Olam. So what does that mean? God is... King of the universe. King of the universe. In this case, Olam means... World. World. Okay. Next (laughs) one. Sorry. Here we go. Whoa. Hazanatah. 
He feeds he feeds the world. Right. So so he feeds far the world. Right. So so far, what does Olam mean? Both cases, world. Baruch Hashem Elokeinu Melech Haolam. God is the master of universe. Hazan et Haolam. Kulo b'tavo b'chein b'chesed rachamim. Let Olam bad forever. Right. So the word Olam, which just meant in the world, same paragraph, now means forever. Right. And so here, Chazal, in this very same paragraph of the first paragraph of Benjamin, are using the word Olam in both different ways and not right. making any distinction between them. You've you well, got to figure it out on your own. Right, depends on the context. Correct, right. correct. So to sum it up, the original meaning of Olam is a very long time, right. either in past or the future. Chazal added another meaning for Olam, the world or universe, and probably because of the influence of Aramaic. And today we use it both ways. And there's one way to distinguish also in the plural the plural of olam, meaning time forever, is olamim, right. as in melech olamim, and the plural of olam, as in places, olamot. How about olmei? Isn't there a word olmei? Right. Yeah, that's in possessive. Right. Wow. Mayor, great job. You did a world of good on that one. Here's homework. Thank you. Very good. Homework. Get it? World of good? I did. Homework. So, for everybody. Uh-oh. You have a homework assignment? Yeah, think about it. Oh, I, my stomach's starting to hurt whenever when I'm When we say homework. adon olam, yeah. asher malach. Right. Think about which olam that means. World, Adon Olam. It's the master of the world. Maybe it's Adon who has been around forever. Asher Malach Beterem Kol Yitzir Nivra, who has ruled before any creation. We'll do that during the Adon Olam segment. Okay. We'll do during we'll do Adon Olam during Adon Olam. No, this was just a little no, teaser. Uh, comment on anything Mayor has just said. You could use our NSN app to comment. You could use our email addresses. And, of course, there's a phone number right now for you to participate with us. Let me have a track number on this uh, for you to participate on, on the, you, the music you, one. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, for you to participate with us, 201-209-9368, 201-209-9368. Good morning. Happy Tubishvat. Hi there. Um, it's um, Devorah Leitner again. No. Okay. I have a question, Mayor. Okay. And that and that is, um, I asked you last year also, besides to find Hindi, but to um, uh, like, is there a book, or do you could you write a book, or I mean, it's very fascinating. Like, you know, I'm very fascinated by you know this Mayor Me Lim. Is there a way that we could get it on tape or or or? or or, or in a book? Well, we, we certainly are going to make sure that we're including some of it to our uh, contributors, that's for sure, in terms of Mayor Milim. But it sounds like the listeners want all the Mayor Milim to be published, Mayor. Uh, can you get to work on this, please? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I, I Well, to be honest, I, I, I would like to do that as well. So we'll see if we can convince Mayor to get on with that project. You're on the air. Happy to be shvat. Which olam? Well, we would suspect that means world, no, Mayor? Yeah, I would think so. No, Havamina, that it would mean the other Forever? Yeah. Ha- eternity? Kulo. All of eternity is a Geshe, is a Geshe I could hear it. I could hear as it. As they say. Yeah. I could hear it. don't know if that's what it is, but I could certainly hear it. Comments on the app. You ready, Mayor? If one would like to have something from Israel on Tu take Israeli wine. Nice, good point. Yes, and wine is uh, grapes are one of the That's seven right. minions. Canned olives from Israel are readily available in many supermarkets. Mm, another one of the Shivat minim. 
Um, then somebody writes in about Mrs. Kapalovich's cake. I bet you there are no olives in the cake. Is that true? There are no olives in the cake? Uh, I guess not. Happy 13th birthday on Tu Bishvat, and Mazel Tov to Ari and Svi Allswang. They are okay. celebrating a Tu Bishvat birthday. Imagine that, huh? Nice. Ari and, what was the name? Ari and Svi. Nice, Ari and Svi. And finally, Olam, according to this listener, also refers to... Uh, Ha'elem the Hester, as the physical world conceals God's hand. Rabbi Benji Kramer and I were having this conversation last night. Oh, oh, oh. And, uh, no, Rabbi Kramer was, uh, Benji Kramer was saying that, right. with, asking whether that's connected, and I said, I don't know. It's something I'd have to research, although I don't see how linguistically, maybe, th- you know, in, in, um, homiletically. Right. And this listener says it's our mission to reveal the godliness in this world, making mm-hmm. a, quote, dwelling place for HaKadosh yes. Baruch Hu. Yes. Very cool. Thank you for that. Hi, you're on the air. Happy to Bishvat. Yes, uh, I want to wish you and the entire team named staff members and ZK a happy Tubishvat. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for oh, that. Man. Yeah, you never forget ZK. It's amazing. Incredible. Eret Shivat Minim. It's Tubishvat morning at JM in the AM. Thank you. 
It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Check out the NSN app. You can comment on what's happening. Um, the mother of Lieutenant Tamar Ariel who was the first, and I believe only, female religious fighter pilot in Israel. I think Israel. there's one now that's maybe started, now? starting the court. No, she's, right. she's now going through the training course. She's going to be joining us at 8.30 this morning. We'd love on Tu B'Shvat to highlight some of the heroes of the Jewish people, especially vis-a-vis Israel. Tomorrow, Rachel Frankel is scheduled 7.30 in the morning to join us here at JMNAM. Hi, you're live on the air. Happy Tu B'Shvat. Thanks, This is Ruben Ingber. Thank you were talking about the word uh, um, uh, Olam. And right. it says in Zohar, uh, since the Shoresh of uh, Olam and Helem are Ayin, Lamed, Mem, that, this, that both are related, and the real world and the real purpose of the world is hidden from us, because the real world is a spiritual world, and we see just the physical world. The world underwent multiple tzimtzumim, or narrowing, from the world of Bria Yitzira Asiya until down here, where we don't see any holiness or or the ruchnius of the world. So it, it is related. This is taught in Zohar, and it's taught in in, in Tanya that that both those meanings are related. Right. You mentioned this in terms of the homiletic way of looking at it. Right. Right. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. We thank you for that. That was a comment about Mayor's Mayir Me Lim segment. If you missed it, we have an archive that. Uh, Hits the web a little later on this morning, and you should make sure to check it out. If you missed any of our Tubishvat special, make sure to check it out. 201-209-9368 to join us. PC Guy posted a picture. He says, you got to love Google Translate. <laughs> he uh, There's a sign. I assume this is a, uh, it looks like a gelato stand in Israel. It says, Chocolat Parva, 70%. Okay. English translation. Chocolate, F-U-R, 70%. For, yeah, Parva. Parva, oh, Parva's Parva a fur? A fur, yeah. Oh, is that hilarious? It's a chocolate fur, 70%. That's hilarious. I think so. Sometimes you'd pray. By the way, <laughs> that is to me another indication of the era we are living in, this incredible era, not just of technology, but in a much higher sense with a higher purpose, this era of the, of the Gula, this era right. of, of our redemption, how close we are. Could you imagine... That we are getting to a point where you will be able to communicate with anybody in the world, where you'll be able to stand with your little machine or your little phone next to somebody who's speaking Malaysian to you, and this thing will translate for you oh, in conversation. We're there. It's unbelievable. We're there. You it's, know, we talk it about is, the is. language barrier. We talk right. about the the barriers that have been set up over all these centuries that that really, um, um, what's the word? That that. Uh, Hampered communication that right. you know you have to learn this language of you know you have to do this. Right. We're getting to a point where there's no need for that anymore. Well, you understand what that means. That means that we're going back in time to a time when he called right before the Tower right. of Bavel, according to Torah. Right, everyone spoke one language and it was Hebrew. 
the fact that we can all understand each other is part of, I think, part of the geula. The, or the whole technological right. revolution is part of the geula because, you know, there's a big machloket whether there will be great miracles, whether everything, there won't be anyone who, no one will be sick. So it's not clear. The Rambam says it's not so. The Rambam says there's no difference. It's, it's going to be a regular world, just right. that we'll have sovereignty over Israel, and we won't have... And the world will recognize God, right? Well, that's a po- That's the goal, right? right? Um, and um, so we have what we what are not miracles, but are miracles. Deaf people today with a cochlear implant can hear. So yeah. imagine you would read in Yeshayahu, and the deaf will hear. And, oh, wow, the Mashiach is going to come and there will be miracles. Well, these are the miracles. We're seeing them. People living longer, <laughs> people who died of certain things years ago don't die them because we have vaccines. The, the world, the, the communication, the fact that we could go and come to Eretz Israel like nothing, it's everything. On everything. the wings of eagles. On the wings of an eagle, absolutely. Inside an eagle, yeah. Right. It's all... Uh, it, it's all fulfillment of prophecies. We just have to open our eyes to see that we're living in the fulfillment of the prophecy. How right you are. 201-209-9368. You're on. Happy to be shvat. Happy to be shvat to you. My name is Michael. I'm uh, from Manhattan. And uh, I want to thank you, Mayor, for giving me information about the word Olam. Thank you. Uh, I speak Aramaic. I'm from Iran. And uh, I didn't know that that word has uh, different meanings. Ah. What, is it, what does it mean in Persian? Well, it means world or universe. In Aramaic? Uh, in Aramaic, actually. Oh, in Aramaic. I pop, right, right, right. Aramaic. And uh, by the way, we call this holiday Ilane. Ilane. Uh, as you know, Ilano yes. is trees. Yes, 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 yes. You called last year, I believe, and then told us about it. Very, fa- did, you very know, fascinating. I, it is. And uh, when my mother lives in Israel. Whenever I call her, I speak to her in Aramaic. Wow. And I enjoy, I'm, I'm glad that my parents spoke to me in that language. Still, I remember it. Wow. Tadaraba. Thank you so much. Thank and Chag Sameach to you. You think Google Translate knows Aramaic? I don't know. More comment. You, know, you know that the Aramaic, there is an Aramaic community of Christian Aramaic speaking in parts of like Mesopotamia that are being wiped out now by the Islamic State. More comments on the app. Uh, this person says, I vote for a Meir Milim book. This person says, there may not be olives in the cake, but I bet you there's olive oil in the cake. Oh, good point. Nice. Mayor, where do I go to on our musical selection so you I can... You could go to number 15. Wow. Shirata Savim. JM in the AM. You know what we say? Happy to Bishvat. The mother of uh, Lieutenant Tamar Ariel is going to join us coming up. Uh, her mother's first name is Anat. Anat Ariel. She's going to join us coming up at 8.30 tomorrow. Rachel Frankel is scheduled to be among our guests right here at JM in the AM. Oh, <laughs> 
That's a Naomi Shemer tune, and it's based on the words of Rav Nachman of Breslav. Every blade of grass has its own song to sing. We should, uh, I ask people to keep in mind for Rufu Shlema Uri Shraga Ben Penina. Uri Shraga Ben Penina, that is uh, Minister Uri Orbach, one of the leaders of the Bayit HaYehudi. He now he's in a medically induced coma. Oh, boy. Yeah. Please keep him in mind. We thank you for that. 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. It's Wednesday. So, it's Tubishvat. Here at JM the AM, you wanted to say? Yeah, I want to share something with yeah. uh, with you, with the thank audience. You. you know, this year is a Shemitah year. It is a Shemitah year. Yes, it is. For and those uh, who don't know, every seven years, we do not work the land in Israel. The land is... That's a good way of putting it. The land is supposed to lay fallow. Yeah, but nobody knows what that means, so I'm putting right. it in regular layman terms. Don't okay. plow. Hold on one second. You like that? What? Don't plow. Don't plow. Don't plow. Well, it's don't, don't plant. Don't plant. Don't plant. Right. So, um, so if I'm in Israel today and I have my little bucket and my little shovel, my plastic shovel, and I'm ready right. to go out, I, I can't do that today. Well, you can clear the snow, but right. But right. I can't go ahead. We, we don't plant trees on this right. year. I can't take my sapling Correct. and do what I would normally do on a tubishvat. That's exactly right. So. Over the years, starting in the middle 1800s, when Jews began returning to the land of Israel and agriculture became, Jewish agriculture started up again after about, uh, 16, 1700 years, the first time the Shemitah came about, it was a big quandary what to do. The, 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 the pioneers who had come from Eastern Europe mainly to create farming villages, they were destitute. They they could barely survive. Right. And here now they have to lay have the land lay fallow. And 
most of these villages were supported by Baron Rothschild, and Baron Rothschild said, you know, I'm How paying about- you guys. I'm not, if you're going to not go to work for a year, I'm not paying. Right. And so a huge dispute erupted, and it continues till this very day. Right. Those who support what's called heter michira, which, which means you, we legally sell the, like we do for chametz on Pesach, right. we sell the land and a And those who are against it, and this has been going on for the longest time. Right. Part of the whole Jewish unity thing. Right. Right. And I thought this year about something. Yeah. You know, there is another aspect to Shemitah that we totally forget about. At the end of the Shemitah year, there's a financial aspect. All loans are supposed to go free, meaning if somebody owes you money and the debt came due before the end of the Shemitah year, the debt is forgiven. Right. It's a beautiful thing. In part, it has the same message. God is telling us wealth is not ours. It's God's. God gave it to us. We have to recognize that. So you can't do whatever you want. You can't do whatever you want with the land. You can't do whatever you want with the money. But around the times of the second Beit HaMikdash, when things weren't going so well, Chazal, Hillel especially, realized that we got to do something about it because people aren't lending people money, and the whole idea of the Shemitah Safim is, is being undone. Right. And so they devised a quote-unquote Heter Mechira, right. called the Prisbal, right. and does very something very similar like Heter Mechira. It gives <laughs> right. the loan... Still used if, today. Correct. Right. It is still used today because right. Shemitat Ksafim applies in Chutzlarts as well. Right. In fact, many people are makbid to make sure to do it. Oh, for, for sure. Yeah, you I'm mean saying. to write a prisbal. Right. You have to write a right. prisbal if someone owes you money. Correct. Right. Okay. And the question I asked myself is, why isn't there a major fight about it? Why aren't there people clamoring to say, no, that's not right. We should do Shemitah Lechumra. We should let the loans go. And... So, you know, cynically you could say, well, because that's your money. <laughs> I, re- I, I read up about it a little bit and found that there is a group in Israel that they call this Nedive Eretz. And they're Mahader to lend money <coughs> after they write the principal. They lend money to a person or to a gamach, to an old, you know, to, to poor people. And let the Shemitah year pass and the loan go. I think that's a, a very beautiful idea and a beautiful thought because for whatever reason, the, the contentious part of the Heter Mechira, if you will, about the land, which applies to very few of us, really, because right. most of us are not farmers. Right. Hey, we can fight about this day and night. And the part that we all have a stake in, helping the poor giving up part of our money, allowing it to go, is something we can get involved. So that's something for everyone to think about. It's at the end of the Shemitah year, which means we right. still have half a year to think about it. Yeah, Femme Od, Mar Weingarten. JM in the AM at a quarter after 8 o'clock. More coming up. It's 2 Bishvat morning at JM in the AM. If you want to uh, add anything to our conversation, 201-209-9368. You could use the comment board on the very front, the very home screen of the NSN app. And, of course, our, our email addresses are open. Two o one two o nine nine three six eight. <laughs>
JM in the AM, 201-209-9368. You're on. Hi, good morning, and uh, happy Tu Bishvat. Happy Tu Bishvat to you. This is Nachum, right? Yep. Okay, so tell Mayor Chaya Cole says hi. Hi, Chaya Cole says hi. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to say I like that idea about the Prisbol, and I just wanted you to know that I personally know of two cases in the last, I wasn't directly involved, but in the last, I'm going to say it's five to ten years, I know of two cases where um, a nice amount of money was owed and uh, the people forgave the debt because Shemitah was coming. Nice. Yeah. And that's what they said. They said, hey, if this would have been biblical times, you wouldn't owe me the money and so on. And I heard about these stories and I just wanted to say, it's, it's great that there's in, in the Eretz Yisrael, but you should know it may not be a whole movement here. But there are individuals who have done it. Call great. Kavod, call that Kavod. Hi, you. you're live on the air. Happy Tu B'Shvat to you. Hi. Uh, I would suggest that uh, Mayor look at the Nazis, Hemek Davar, on both Shemitah in uh, Bahar and Shemitah in Parshat Re'eh. There's a major difference between Shemitah's Ksafim and Shemitah's Hakarka. Shemitah's Ksafim applies in Chutzvahs because it's an obligation on the Gavra, and therefore it can be compared to if you will, it's a very poor comparison to Michiras Chametz, whereas Shemitah's uh, Karka in Eretz Yisrael is, on, is a chova on the land. Selling the Nazis is very blunt, where he says selling the land to be Maskiyak Dushasa is not a good thing. Right, and, so, and um, the Nazis. I would not compare the two at all. Uh, right, so I understand what you're saying. Uh, let me clarify two things. One is there was a big machloket at the time, the Nazis was on the side who were against. Uh, Rabbi Yitzchak Al-Khanan Spector was for, Rav Cook was for, there was Machloket. I made it clear there was Machloket. Also, just a, just a, just a moment. Just a moment. Go ahead, Mayor. The second point is, you're, 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 you're speaking in a halachic sense, which is fine. I was speaking in a, in a more homiletic, philosophical, midrashic kind of sense of the, the concept of the thought of 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 our thinking about the poor and realizing that the money is in ours and that the Torah wants us to do certain things. I understand that, but I'm okay. saying that the the comparison is not is not is is the the original uh, question that you mentioned about what's the difference between Shemitah's Ksas and the Prisbon Shemitah's Karka is basically a non-question. I There's didn't a say it was a major question. Major difference I, between the okay. two, and even the people who supported uh, the you're, you're, hello, hello, sir, sir. Sir, let let Mayor just state what he did say. He's not saying that there's a comparison. Go ahead. I'm not saying there's a halacha comparison. What I was saying is from a a sort of a hashkafic point, uh, perspective of thought of our obligation toward each other and how in Torah times, as we say, these monies would not be returnable to their um, to, to, to the owner. So that there's a concept there of the money is in ours and we should think, just keep in mind that there, again, it's, it's symbolic almost to do it because you're doing a principle still, but symbolically you're also saying, I understand that the money is not, not okay, the money doesn't I would like to point out that the, in the, in the Hemic Dover in Re'e, the C points out a major difference why principles yeah, not only le- not only effective but legitimate? Right, we understand that. Nobody said that principle isn't. Right. I do a principle. We all do. Correct. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. We do mechiras chametz too. It's Hi. legitimate as well. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Beautiful show. Thank you. Uh, two questions. Like when, it's, when you say Hashem Yimloch Leolam Vad, you would isn't that like sort of redundant because you say Yimloch? 
No, he he will be king, king for eternity. Le Olam. Yeah, but Yimloch is already Yimloch. No, Yimloch rule forever. No, no, no Yimloch uh, means rule. rule. Will rule. Melech, he yeah. will be the king. Okay, next two comments though. On the Prisbo, when it was originally made, as you know, there, there was big problems with it. I, I don't know. Hillel oh, made it. I think Hillel made it. Yeah, and yes, they he did. They almost wanted to put him in Cherem for that. Okay. And any new innovation I, I feel much a better. good Yeah, I feel much better now that Hillel is also in Cherem. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he thought the same thing. Escophically, you would think, but he decided that it wasn't such a good idea. Right, no. Not only was it such a good idea, but it, it, it was... Undermining? It, it was undermining, thank you. Undermining the whole concept of taking care of the poor people, because people weren't loaning, weren't making loans, period. 201-209-9368. On the app, someone says, people who don't hold by Heter Mechira should not be selling their chametz on Pesach. I don't know, that may be a stretch on that one. Uh, someone writes, the word olam can be forever or world, because the world is forever. That's nice. So, uh, actually, Benji Kramer sort of said the concept like, if it means infinity, right. and the universe is infinite, maybe that's how right. it comes to it. But again, it could be that that's behind it. But again, it comes to that Chazal t- taking it from the Aramaic. Cool. Two zero one two zero nine. Love it. We have great listeners. We have some amazing listeners. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning and happy to Bishvat. Yes, Nachum. Good morning. Good morning, morning Dave. Mayor. Hi, Mayor. David. To both of you, <clears throat> I just want to say that um, that um, two things um. You know, first of all, you know, I wish a happy Tubishvat to everyone in well, Israel. Well, thank you, Dave. Yes, everyone and, deserves a happy Tubishvat. And, and we all should we all should live to see the day when we all celebrate the New Year of the Trees, Jew and Gentile together in the Amen. Holy Land. Amen to and, that. And congratulations, kudos to Speaker Boehner for inviting BB to address. All the right, a nice okay. round of applause for Speaker Boehner. We appreciate that. Well, you had two points to make, and they were both great. 23 minutes after the hour, it's JM and the AM on this Tubishvat morning. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning, and happy Tubishvat. Hello. You're on. Happy Tubishvat. Who is this, please? This is Nachum Nachum Siegel and Mayor Weingarten. Oh, my goodness. It was a wonderful program. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm just awestruck. I didn't know I would get you right online. Well, you're Um, you're on the air. Uh, oh, there is a, um, a a community cooperative in Connecticut called Adama that um, that tries to observe um, the agricultural laws of Israel. In so, in Connecticut. Yes. That's funny. The promised land. <laughs> in other words, they're in Connecticut <laughs> and, and they're applying the the biblical rules to land in Connecticut. Is it is it in order to sort of like prepare for going to Israel or? Well, um, they they produce um, kosher um, products, and um, um, yeah, I, I, you know. Okay. We will try to find out what that's all about. We just find it interesting that it's happening here, outside of Israel. Thank you, and a very happy Tu B'Shvat. JM and the AM are five minutes away from our conversation with Anat Ariel, mother of uh, Lieutenant Tamar Ariel, who. Um, passed away a few months ago and was the first religious female Air Force pilot in the history of the Israeli Air Force. We'll the history talk. of the Jewish people, I think. History of the Jewish <laughs> You don't think she was a, there was a member of the Air Force two, three hundred years ago, you don't or, think? Or maybe during Bay Cheney or Bay Wisha, so? and I, no. I, I don't think there was that. Not a chance. So she's probably, I don't know. Probably. You know you, I wish you'd check your facts before you walk I, in here, I wish. I'll Google. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got here? What is this? Geshem, Geshem, Bo. Ah, uh, here we go. Lakat Hanachal. 
Geshem, Geshem, Bo. Geshem, Geshem, Bo. The um, Anat Ariel, the mother of uh, Tamar, is going to join us in just a couple of minutes. Tomorrow, Rachel Frankel, scheduled for 7.35 in the morning. She is the mother of Naftali and and one of the three mothers that uh, are pleading with the world, are pleading with the Jewish world for Jewish unity in the aftermath of the kidnap and murder of their three boys back in June. Hard to believe it's already... That many months away from that horrific episode. Yeah. There was a war in between. That's right. We pray for the safety of everybody who's guarding the Holy Land on this Tubishvat here at JM and the AM. Uh, give me a selection and we'll, uh, we'll make contact with Anat Ariel give and, you uh, a selection. and have her join us here at JM and the AM. What do you got there, Mayor Weiner? Yeah, let's go with, um, a quickie, number seven. It's a minute. Does that work? Well, I think we need more than that. Oh, okay. Sorry. What do you think? I'm a uh, supersonic speed DJ. Is that what you think? Yeah, you are. Actually. I can do things that quickly. I think you, you know are. how Bezek works. It's going to take over a minute just to get a line to Israel. Come on. <laughs> I used to be that way, but. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm trying to look for the right. What does the word bezek mean? Well, bazak means quick. Well, then it was an ill-named company, I'll yeah. tell you that much. You know, sometimes a company means the opposite of what it really is. Yeah, that's okay, true. number one. Number one? Yeah. El Barotamayim Naomi Shemer. J.M. and the A.M. on this Tu Bishvat morning. Some uh, boxer sword shadow, so it'll be another six weeks of winter on this Tubishvat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mayor and I have determined here on this JMDM Tubishvat special. Uh, 28 minutes before 9 o'clock, you're on the NSN app. We should have a slideshow of Tamario coming up uh, on the home screen of the app. That should happen in the next minute or two. Um, many of you recall that the Tamario was taken from us just a few months ago. Uh, before that happened, she had become. A um, a fighter pilot, believe it or not, and then a navigator or co-pilot in the Israeli Air Force, believed to be the only religious woman in the history of uh, Israel, certainly, and the history of the Jewish people as a uh, as a sovereign state of any kind, uh, to be a fighter pilot in the Israeli Air Force. And her mother, Anat Ariel, is with us live via telephone as we on this Tu B'Shvat use the opportunity to highlight yet another amazing Jewish hero 
in this case, Lieutenant Tamar Ariel. Anat Ariel, shalom, happy Tu Bishvat. Welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Happy Tu Bishvat to you all. It is nice to speak with you. Mayor Weingarten is here. Mayor. Hi, Tamar. Hi, Anat. Oh, sorry. Hi, Anat. You know what first caught my eye about about Tamar Alea Shalom? was when she graduated from flight school. Right. And you have a picture there yep. of her marching in the graduation ceremony, and everyone's marching with their regular uniforms, and, you know, the top, the pants, and, and Tamar is wearing a skirt. Okay. That, that a, caught my yeah. eye. A skirt to the ground. And I didn't know who she was because her face was blurred out. They wouldn't use her name because of security reasons. And I saved exactly. that picture on my computer all these years. She was T for you. She was Tamar for us. And um, as a religious girl, the minute she recruited into the Army, she decided several things she's going to lishma. She's going to take very, very well care of as a religious girl. She said, I'm going to wear a skirt on official missions or official ceremonies. I'm going to say Birkat Amazon, and I'm going to say, uh, I'll wash my hands, and Two or three more things that she said, these are the things that are going to take care of me as a religious girl. And these are exterior things that people see, that you're, you for yourself know that you're religious, but other people see that you're religious. And that's why we saw her with the skirt, even though on a day-by-day day basis, sometimes she wore pants. But on, you know, general, Because of the, the, the mission required it. She was always with a skirt. Yeah, I would imagine it would be difficult to be a fighter pilot under those right. circumstances. And we certainly yeah. understand what you're describing, this, the, how seriously people take the exterior, how they represent the Jewish That's people it. and our tradition in such an important manner. By the way, anybody who has the NSN app, that slideshow of Tamar Ariel is playing right now on the home screen. What was your, uh, the way, the way it was described to me, um, she went to Sherut Lumi, I guess we'd call it, uh, what do we call it, public service? What do we call it? National service. We call it national service. And at some point, she was approached. Is that correct, that she was approached? Yes. Uh, the truth is, right before going to national service, she was debating whether to do the Army or national service. But then she decided, as a religious girl, it might be better for her to go to national service. And towards the end of her second year, she said, okay, I haven't done enough. This isn't the, the real Sheruta Medina. I want to serve the country some more. I want to serve Am Israel some more. And she said, I'm going into the army. And that is when she came back to tell Tahal, I'm, I want to IDF. I want to do the army. And then they said, okay, you can be a pilot. Let's try doing um, all kinds of tests. And then, like, three months went by, and she was accepted to the pilot's course. But, but, who, but who discovered that she even had the, the possibility, the wherewithal? Oh, to... the, the Army. They, when they recruit 18-year-old uh. uh, boys and girls, if you, have, if you qualify, if you're healthy enough, if you qualify, if you have all kinds of tests they do, like computer tests, and she was qualified, and she kept on going through more testing and more testing, and all of a sudden she starts pilot course. It was like a nice surprise for everyone, but for her, once she got in, she said, I'm finishing this. She was, she's so consistent. I'd, ha so I'd, I'd have to assume that, that, that uh, a small percentage of women are invited to be in a, in a pilot course. Am I right or wrong? A very small percentage, but mainly because some girls think they're don't match, but many are invited at the very beginning uh, of the recruiting procedure. And she got but through Tamar the whole thing. said, you know, she loved the extreme 
uh, activities, and she said this is a very, very good, um, it's got a very good um, challenge challenge for me to take, and I'm going to take it. And as a child, she loved everything that had to do with cars, planes, motorcycles, basketball, Anat- football. <laughs> Anat Ariel is with us. Has any other member of your family ever flown a plane? Uh, flown a plane, no, but we do have uh, one of his, one of her brothers is do- going through something similar. So she comes home and says, I'm becoming a fighter pilot. What does her mother say? We're very proud. We're very <laughs> proud. One of the top elites. You know, um, you know what an American... Army, and we're very proud of her, and as a very Zionist and loving Am Israel family, uh, we're very proud. Did you ever, did you ever, did you ever watch her on an exercise? Sure, sure. The parents were invited at some point. I want to, like, a parent's, um, uh, be cool, like, a visit at the Army base. And, yes, we saw her in the air, and we heard her on the radio asking for, t- uh, um, land, landing, you know. Permission to land. Direction, permission. And, yes, it was very exciting. That yes, must, that things. must be, her helmet. Yeah. that must be so cool. Very cool. Very, <laughs> very, very heart-filling with nachat, <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, and Anat, yeah. you, you had mentioned to me that um, during the, the the war in the summer, uh, Tsuketan, she was uh, very active. I mean, yeah, she became, uh, she was already a professional by the time the Tsuketan uh, Misa was in, in the summer. So she was, um, yeah, she did what need, she needed to do. And they did fly over Aza. And uh, yeah, they were part of the uh, part of the soldiers. So, some soldiers were on the ground, like ground uh, forces, and she was up in the air. Yeah, not not very, very intensive work. Not that any not that anything is safe in that situation. But was it was it better to be in the air than on the ground? Yes, yes, it was better um, because uh, they say that Gaza doesn't have like um, uh, threatening anti-aircraft planes. planes. Aren't threatened by Gaza. So she even thought that instead of uh, praying for her, she would pray for Shloma Chayalim up and down in the ground. She could see them from the air. She could see the tanks. She could see the ground forces walking down on the ground, and she would pray for them, for them to be fine, for them to come home. Shalom. Unbelievable. Uh, what were yeah. the What were the greatest challenges in terms of the religious observance? Was there ever any, any uh, hurdles in this whole process, or everybody was yes. under? Yes, there were some, and she always challenged her commanders. There was once she had to be a, a full night on a hike with a with a boy, and she said, "It's it's going to be a hard thing for me to do. Can we try to find some solution?" Right. And they found a solution that instead of uh, a boy and a girl together, it would be two boys and one girl. So that like uh, solved the problem of Yehud. Right. Or, like, when Pesach came around, along, she had to explain her friend, to her friends, I need help with this and that. And the, the good thing about Tamar, she had absolutely no ego. So no one saw it as a missionary trying to teach people. And they even came up to ask, tell us about this some more. What is, what, why is Purim celebrated with a Sudat Mitzvah? Why don't you just, you know, put on your costumes and that's it? And she would, <coughs> It and explain, and people just wanted to know what are you singing there? And like a Shabbat, Sudash uh, they would say, "Oh, can we join and sing?" Yes, come and join. And she would explain what they're singing. She was people were just like it was like a magnet. She was like a magnet. People would just get.
get close to her and ask, and she did Kiddush Hashem in many, many ways. Where do you live? What neighborhood was she from? <laughs> I'm Israel. <laughs> We're all... Where do you live? Where, where do you live, though? In what area of Israel oh, do you live? Oh, we live in a moshav near Askelon. Ah. It's called Masuot Yitzchak. Oh, you're in Masuot Yitzchak. So you were under we're fire. very, very Zionist. So you were under fire this summer. What, excuse me? You were under fire this summer. We were under fire, yeah. We were in our, in our Miklatim, in our, yeah. In the, in the in shelters. Mugan, it's called. But you were thinking, uh, but you were thinking that, uh, Tamara's up there taking care of things. Yeah, even, at, yeah, sure. And at one point you said, Mom, I flew over our home. Oh said, my bye. gosh, Hello. she flies <laughs> over <laughs> her house. She says to her co-pilot, look, there's my bedroom. Yeah, that's oh. my house. Oh that's my, my house. gosh. That's the pool. That's the pool in the Moshav. So what would she say today? Would she tell any female in the, uh, in the state of Israel, including those who are religious, that they can pursue this, that they can do this, that this dream of being okay. a fighter? Okay, that's a, that's a good question. She, she knew how to give information. She said, maybe it's not the best thing for you to be in the army, go to national service. Right. Someone else, she would say, yes, you can do this. Depends on the person. Um, just mm-hmm. a general something in the army. Then if someone really matches the pilot's course, she would say, go for that. She didn't say, you, all of you have to be pilots, but right. she did say you have to serve the country somehow and have a, a good, um, how would you, I say, a uh, a meaningful, a meaningful service, meaningful service, a meaningful service, meaningful contribution to Israel. Do a little bit more than what you used to do. That she would tell everyone, but she she wasn't like she was a pioneer as a Jewish religious girl in the IDF army. Um, forces, okay, in the in the Tel Aviv, in the Air Force. Oh, Air Force. Right. What's uh, being What's being done in her? She didn't, she didn't say that everybody has to be in the Air Force. Right. She wanted everybody to really do an outstanding job. What's being done in her memory or not? Okay, we're we have so many um, values we want to try to continue, like leadership, responsibility, um, so many, uh, so many did. She was so human. Humility was like number one. No ego. We want to have other people try to volunteer to do many, many other things that more than what they thought they would do. She's a symbol, and we want to. We're opening a foundation, and we have nice plans for a big building that it's like a center, a study center for young people and for taglit or birthright. Uh, visitors that are going to come from the states or from England or from wherever South Africa, and anybody that wants to be in touch with me or hear more details or just you know talk to us, I'd love to give you my email if that's possible. Please, sure, please. Yes, it's Anati Ariel A N A T Y A R I E L at gmail dot com, and I'd love to hear from. Your listeners are just, uh, we want Tamar's leg- legacy to go on forever because it's not, um, she was very special during her life and she's also very special after. Your daughter, life. your daughter made quite an impact on a lot of people in this yeah. world and, uh, for us as observ- mm-hmm. for us as observant Jews, uh, yeah. a, a real symbol of, uh, w- what it takes to protect mm-hmm. Israel, to fight for Israel and to represent yeah. Israel and the yeah. Jewish people. 
I want to tell you just another little story about sure. the clown and how she she had in her room that she had eight soldiers under her that she was her their commander, and she had a little paper cup, and she wrote on the paper cup, anybody that swears has to, has to put in some money here, <laughs> and otherwise, and this money will go to tzedakah. <laughs> and people in that room would not swear because it wow. became a more cleaner environment wherever Tamar was. Tamar was around, everything was so, people just keep on telling us, everybody next to Tamar just became a better person just seeing next to her. Unbelievable. And that's what we want to try to do, that everybody that comes in touch with just knowing who Tamar was will be a better person. Anata Daraba, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you. And, um... Chag Tu Bishvat Amen, amen. Amen. Chag Tu Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, too many people uh, through email and through the app are asking about uh, about uh, Tamar Ariel. And I, I did not want to bring it up with her mother on the phone because it's obviously a very painful situation. But she, some are conjecturing that maybe she was shot down or an accident right. in Israel. She, she, was, she died in an accident outside of Israel. Correct. And she was taken from us this past Sukkot, right, right. around Sukkot. Sukkot. Oh, it's right. Cholamoid Sukkot. I believe. It, I mean, obviously, anybody, one of the last pictures that we've posted here is her uh, we're in, in this place that she was, which was not a... There wasn't any Jewish presence there, and she was building... She was constructing a sukkah from, like, little... Um, all kinds of things that she found <laughs> to put together a sukkah for herself and the people who were with her. So there you go. So it was uh, it was an accident outside of Israel that uh, eventually took her life, ironically enough. You'd think yeah. that somebody who's on the front lines and a fighter pilot in Israel would probably have a different fate if, God forbid, they were taken from us, but that's what happened. That's the way God wanted it. Two Bishvat morning, JM and the AM on this Wednesday as we start to wrap things up. We love your comments, 201-209-9368, 201-209-9368 is the number. We've been asked to, uh, <laughs> listener Aryeh would like to wish everyone from TABC a happy Two Bishvat. And we'll wish everybody out there from all the different schools that are observing Two Bishvat today a very, very happy day. Enjoy. This is a great day to focus on Israel and the heroes of Israel. And the land of Israel uh, utilized today to Bishvat to concentrate on what's happening in the Holy Land all through the uh, all through the year uh, on this uh, to Bishvat morning. All right, Mayor, give me a selection from your collection of great a selection from the collection. A selection from the collection of okay. great music for this to Bishvat. What do you got for us? Um, well, to Bishvat is usually connected with Shabbat Shirat, right? Either just after or just before. So, how about Miriam's song, cut number ten? JM in the AM, 2 Bishvat morning, 201 209 
a.m. in the a.m. What was the name of that one, Mayor? That was uh, Miriam's song from, um, oh my, Shimona, her album Eden's Rivers. Miriam's song, Parsha Bashalach, yeah. is related to Tu Bishvat. We read Bashalach, don't tell me, last week. Yeah, Shabbat Shira. We always talk about how there's a connection also homiletically in thought there's a connection. The Midrash, Chazal tell us, they want to teach us a certain lesson. So, you know, they, they, they tell it through a story. Right. And the story is that when the Jews came to Yamsuf, when they came to the Dead Sea, where, Dead Sea. <laughs> when they came to the Reed Sea, the Reed the Reed sea, sea right. it's Yamsuf, yes, Reed yes, Sea, yes. somehow in history became Red Sea. Absolutely. It's correct. the Reed Sea. Yes. Big Machlokas, though, by the way. It is about Among scholars, whether it's Red Sea or Reed Sea. Well, you know why I always call it Reed Sea? Because you know who always yeah, refers sure. to it as Reed Sea? Rabbi Riskin. Oh, really? It always oh, says cool. Reed Sea. Nice. So when they came to there, and and they were davening, God says, Matitzakelai, the Bereb Neister. Obviously, what are you davening? Right. Here you go, move. Right. And the Midrash says that it, the waters didn't part until Nachshon ben Aminadav jumped in, right. and the water reached his... Right. That's a medrash. It's not, it's a medrash. Written, it's not written correct, in the Torah. Correct. It's a medrash. As I say, Chazal wanted to teach us something, right. and they're using this story. So what does that mean? It means that God helps us if we do our part. Right. And it's the same exact thing on Tubishvat with planting, if you think about it. There is a miracle that you put a seed in the ground, and you do certain things, and then you get a tree, <laughs> and you get fruit. That's a miracle. All of a sudden, there's a tree. Right. Now, think about it. Why doesn't God just create a tree in that yeah. spot? Why do I have to go and put a, plant, a, a, a little yeah. thing in the center? Stop bend down and, and, and water it. Right. And then God makes it happen. Yeah. God commit, it's a, the whole thing is a miracle. Come on, if you're really God, do Nature it is a miracle. Right. And the answer is, you've got to walk into the sea. And do everything you can. That's why Nachshon had to walk up until he was about to drown. Right. Somebody said to me, why isn't it enough that he walked in? Why did he have to walk till he drowned? Because you have to do your part as much as you can. The ultimate. The ultimate until you can't do it anymore. And then God will come in. Right. And that's the connection. Phenomenal. I love it. Very cute Gemara. Cute. Interesting Gemara that. Very short. Um, Somebody uh, pointed out to me. Is a Gemara in Shabbos that says that if a tree is not functioning well and the fruits are falling off, they're not ripening right. on the tree. So it says that you, you um, paint the tree around it in red, so it should be clear that there's something wrong with it, and then you put uh, stones, tie stones to the branches. So, Mas-apis. Okay, so it's a whole thing of question of Shabbos or whatever. The question is, the Gemara says, why do you, why do you paint it in red? Right. Why do you have to paint it in red? They say, hanging the stones, it seems, made the tree get, get uh, stronger. Maybe it was like weights. They were lifting weights. Okay. <laughs> so the Gemara says, <laughs> People will see this tree is red and understand that the tree is sick and they'll have compassion. They'll have rachamim on a tree. And I thought, this is, again, Chazal teaching us a lesson. If we're supposed to have compassion on a tree that's sick. And I'm going to add to that, there are so many people in pain in our community. There are so many people suffering from illness. There are so many people suffering from dire situations. Let's collectively try to show as much compassion as possible. Yeah. We a do, lesson and for we all need of to us. do more, yeah. 100%. Tubishvat morning at JM in the AM.
Shabbat is nothing like wrapping up a Tu B'Shvat special by greeting Ken Friedman. He loves Tu B'Shvat. I heard that. You remember that? Yes. He's a big Tu B'Shvat fan. Uh-huh. He loves talking about trees and the beauty of the trees, and he loves talking about the land of Israel. I asked Ken, what comes after Tu B'Shvat? He said three B'Shvat. <laughs> Very good. I like that one. He enjoys a good Tu B'Shvat celebration. By the way, I know that you're completely against the uh, the custom of the day, which, of course, is Buxer, dried carob. Yeah. Ken Friedman, major dried carob fan. He is Ma- not. Yes. He's, he's shaking his No, head no, no. He, he's, play, he's being coy with us. I know his name is Ken, but it's low. I'm telling you, he loves Buxer. He loves it. And his dentist loves it even more, as uh, you've always pointed yes, out. That's true. But Ken Friedman, let it be known... Aside from being a big Agosi fan, he loves chocolate bars Agosi from Israel. Fan, I can yes, get. but aside from that, he's a big Buxer fan. He looks forward to it, and, and that's why he's a little annoyed a at you that you didn't bring the Buxer this year. Man. He's a Pesach he's a big Pesach Man fan. Yes, he, he all the Israeli chocolates are fine with him, but how you forgot to bring him Buxer is unforgivable. Right. Probably the only thing missing on this Tubishvat. There will be an official condemnation at the UN, I believe. They're having a session right now. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, and around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. Mayor Weingarten, Tadaraban, Chag Sameach. Nachum Siegel, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity, and Chag Sameach to you as well. Thank you, everybody. A big thank you to uh, Anat Ariel, mother of Tamar. Tomorrow, Rachel Frankel is scheduled to join us, mother of Naftali, one of the three mothers who have made such an impact on our world over the last many months since their boys were kidnapped and murdered in Israel in June. Rachel Frankel scheduled in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Stick with us all day long on the stream at jmintheam.org. And I thank you all for tuning in. Tomorrow we're back starting at 6 a.m. Till then, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.